Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! is a little shot because I was in Nash Vegas, baby. <laughs> wow. I really want to unpack that. But welcome back, everybody. It's Alex and Sarah. And we are back and we didn't take any hiatuses this time. Yeah. Despite that horrific episode they made us watch last week. Yeah, that was bad. But th- they promised this one would be better. And, and they were right. It was. They were right. They were right. Um, Yeah. How you doing? I'm really good. Still married. So success. <laughs> success but you went away your first weekend as a married yes woman you went away on my own I went to a bachelorette party (laughs) in Nashville um and it was awesome it was so fun it was like it was great um there were about every single bar we went into 10 other bachelorettes and like five other bachelors (laughs) it's the bachelorette capital of america and we know that because also all these bachelor nation people live there so Mm. as you guys know very on brand as you guys know i had a list of people i was really hoping to see jed caitlin bristow like jed caitlin lauren sean booth um sean booth i uh all the bobby bones people who are all out of town unfortunately because it was vacation um uh vacation (laughs) yeah um one person on my list I saw and I spoke to. And her name is Erin Opria. <gasps> who? For those who don't know. <laughs> um, okay. So basically, I let me just lay the land real quick. So I Lay been, the land. <laughs> please. I'm on Broadway, the main strip there with all the bars, for 12 hours on Saturday. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> right smack dab in the middle of the day. I, so I'm in that really like, I've had a lot. I'm about to stop, but I'm like in my peak liquid courage, right? And we are. She's drunk, everybody. (laughs) For those who don't know what that means. We are in Dirk Dirk Bentley Whiskey Row. So it's like this bar and it's literally like four floors. And every floor is like a different vibe. And we're on the top. And the top is like. So it's like rooftop outside. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's on tables. It's wild. And behind the DJ booth, I see Erin Opria. For those who don't know. She is like the celebrity trainer of Nashville. She does like all the country girls. She does like Carrie Underwood, Kelsey Ballerini, and Caitlin Bristow. Wow. She's been on Caitlin Bristow's podcast. So what did you guys talk about? Okay, so I perfectly recall the conversation and another girl like filmed it. I was like with this group of 10 girls. <laughs> and we post the live interview? It. We'll post it. Uh, you can't hear anything, but you can like see us talking. And she's lovely. <laughs> I'm with this group of like 10 girls. I'm like, do I say something? And they're like, uh, yeah, like we guarantee not a single other person in this bar knows who she is. So I go up to her. I was like, you're Aaron, right? She's like, that's me. And I was, and I, she shook, she put her hand out immediately to shake my hand. And I was like, I'm such a big fan. I was like, I first heard about you from like the people in the Bobby Bones show. And then I've just heard you on like Caitlin's pockets, like all these other people. She's like, oh, that's awesome. And I was drinking a drink that I learned about from her. The lowest calorie cocktail is a tequila soda with just lime. Mm. And I was drinking it. And I was like, I learned about this from you. And she goes, oh yeah, I brought my own beet juice today. So I'm just going to put some tequila in the beet juice. (laughs) So cool. Amazing. And then do you think that beet juice was lower calorie than her vodka or tequila soda? Well, I don't know if it was lower cal, but it provides more nutrients, obviously. Well, obviously. (laughs) But we're all we're all in this for uh, beauty. She probably just like hadn't had her beet juice yet, which she drinks every day. And don't you worry about beauty. She's got the hottest body I've ever seen in my life. She was wearing guys. She was wearing like these like purple yoga pants 
a and a sports bra with a black mesh tank top and she just looked like so good and she was dancing she could see her amazing abs and then her like really cute husband came who's in like a t-shirt and shorts and like doesn't look as hot as her and the two of them were just like dancing but yeah she shakes my hand again she's just like so great to meet you thanks so much and she goes have a blast today dance your face off <laughs> so i did wow yeah it was so cool that's pretty incredible experience it really was really awesome oh man well we have so much that we need to get yeah, into a little I just bit of had house, to of share course, of course of i course. had to share housekeeping on on top of these beautiful personal anecdotes are which you know keep them coming <laughs> i promise to share something personal when something personal happens to me <laughs> um, but in the meantime oh, we have such an incredible guest this week and we are so excited to intro her she's a friend of the pod returning beloved guest you know her you love her she's an improviser actress comedian please put your hands together for ruthie hi hi if if you're driving though don't put your hands together just keep them on the wheel unless you're at a stoplight (laughs) right right. in which case go nuts bitches Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Uh, Long time listener, second time potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accurate. I'm so happy. So happy to be here. Thank you. Now, Ruthie, did you know who Erin Opria was? <laughs> no. Cool, uh, cool, but cool, she cool, sounds cool, like a, she a sounds dream great. girl. She's a dream. She has abs that you can see through a mesh shirt. Insane abs. I've ne- I've never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah. Did she let you feel them? No, I didn't go. I. You know, I didn't ask. Yeah. I didn't ask. Maybe if I had asked, but her husband was there. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily want to put my hands on her. Right. Her yeah. less famous, less hot husband. Oh, yeah. He's not famous at all. Okay. His name's Sean. And like, he's just like a normal guy. Right. Yeah. It's not Sean Booth. It's not Sean Booth. Okay. So <laughs> I'm looking at the picture that you posted. Um, it's the second one in for yeah. people who are listening. Yeah, guys, if you want to check it on my Instagram, you can find me at, I think it's Sarah Elizabeth Franklin is my Instagram. Yeah. And there's a picture of me with like a ton of girls in Nashville. I'm wearing a Nash hat. And if you swipe to the right, you'll see me meeting Aaron. Okay. So this truly does look like you guys are sparking up a genuine connection. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm so I, happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. I totally buy it. Um, she came out from behind the DJ booth to come talk to me. Like well, she stopped dancing and came around to come talk to me. Wow. I know. Um, checks out her bod is quite hot. I know. I, know. I like those so shoulder muscles too. So guys, she's mm. the one that did. Remember when Sean Booth and Caitlin Bristow were traveling and doing all of these like like workout boot camps outside on stage booth camps that's Aaron Aaron's the one that did that with him oh wow yes yes is she still training Caitlin even though her and Sean are broken up I think so she was on Caitlin's podcast when her and Sean were still together I would imagine Aaron's probably more team Sean just because of the Mm -hmm. workout connection I think she helped him open his gym because she did all these booth camps with him like around the country that's Aaron Okay, I am looking for a new workout regimen. Okay, Erin told me about a great one. Okay, hit me with it. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you what my problems are. Uh, Ruthie is also incredibly fit. Uh, she's a yogi slash beautiful ballet dancer. Thank you. It's um, amazing. So this new fun thing that I'm running into in adulthood, I'm a runner and I love to run and I run almost every day, but I have no upper body strength mm. and lately I keep throwing out my back. Mm. And I have no upper body strength. So hit me with it. Uh, as, as a, uh, uh, as a um, proxy to Aaron yes. and as an actual <clears throat> fit sure. person, Ruthie. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Sarah. Well, I'm always an advocate for yoga, especially for upper body. It changed my arms and my core. Mm-hmm. But something kind of fun that Aaron does. She, so she, you get a deck of cards. <laughs> guys it's awesome you get a deck of cards so every suit you know like clubs diamonds whatever so there's only four suits so you you assign one workout to each suit so it could be like clubs are jump jumping jacks diamonds are push-ups and then whenever you pull a card say you have five of diamonds that means you do five 
push-ups. If you have 10 of clubs, you do 10 jumping jacks. She's like, it's great. You just do it while you're watching TV. Kill two birds. Catch up on your shows and get a workout. All right, Ruthie, what do you I actually love that because that's a game. It's a game. It makes it fun. That's fun. And you're not doing anything super long. Right. Right? Like 10, you open a card, you're like 10 jumping jacks. I could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was recently back home in upstate New York where my friend had a a baby six weeks prior to me getting back there. And she had this yoga ball and I, I would like hold the baby and bounce the baby on the yoga ball and my arms were tired. (laughs) So Alex just have a baby and get a a yoga ball. Oh, okay. Bounce it. It's just as simple as that. That's it. That's literally it. Yeah. Just create human life. <laughs> exactly. That's literally it. And her uh, body. And buy a yoga ball. What it. is that? Like 15 bucks? 20? Yeah. It's not even. It's like nothing. What do I do with the baby after I've had it? Uh, whatever I want. plenty of people who want white babies. So. <laughs> white babies. Not that your baby would necessarily be white. <laughs> Here's the thing. But. A half white baby. Yeah. That's. A commodity, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Paying Listeners, for that. Uh, males, <laughs> uh, who, straight males. or Preferably or one with already males. a yoga ball. <laughs> oh, then I would say 15 you bucks. Save, <laughs> save 15 bucks, which will come in handy once you have that baby. <laughs> it's um, like a right. day's worth of diapers. Guys, I came in with a question about how do I fix my back from getting thrown out, and I left with a child so thank you so much <laughs> that's welcome. the greatest gift that life can give um okay but enough about me i'm so bored of me we have to talk about jed and his ex mm. and then we have to talk about the episode mm. okay so sarah has been tracking the story quite closely so last we checked in with you folks jed allegedly had a girlfriend um that he was seeing up until he left for the show I mean, literally, he landed in L.A. to film the show, texted her. I love you. I'll, t- I'll call you when I get back. Did the show and then ghosted her after that. Yeah. So, Sarah, can you update the people? Yeah. So some some, some new messages have surfaced. Um, this is from Jed to Haley Stevens. Haley Stevens is her name. Is her name. <laughs> what a weirdo. So this is... Uh, I guess it's not dated, but I think it was like right when he left for the show. I am the same with you. Every, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Everything about you feels so right. I love spending time with you. I love your voice, your hands, your eyes, your bod, your heart. She writes back. Thank you. Just so you know, there are three words I've never said to anyone except for my immediate family. And I have no doubt in my mind that the, that one of these days you will be the first to hear them. Jed writes. That makes me smile. I want to earn that. She says, you will. It won't come easy for me, but I know it will be you. Wow. So they did. Oh, so this wasn't, this must have been before. Um, I think it was like right after he learned he was going to be on The Bachelor and he was like, I'm going to go, but for my music, but before they took that trip together, because he took her on a trip, a little like vacation right before mm. he left for LA. And he was like, I love you. Okay. As an outside observer, I'm like, what a cheese ball. If I had received those texts, I would have melted into myself. Your bod. I would have melted into my bod, my <laughs> hair, my eyes. <laughs> your your voice. All, my voice. All of it gone. <laughs> all of it melted. Um, so, okay. I, I, uh, I had my reservations when this story came out mm. because I was just like, is this somebody who you know was casually seeing a monday girlfriend a monday girlfriend perhaps throwback to scott right like that guy Mm -hmm. and i was like was this a casual seeing thing and then he sort of found this thing that was you know drawing his attention and he got swept up in it and you know life sucks sometimes it's so many people do that like so many people go on the show ashley i just um talked about on her podcast a few months back she was like yeah when i got the notification for the bachelor i started seeing someone and i was like really into it but i decided to go to do the show anyway like yeah, this happens you have to live your life yeah. like you don't actually know what's gonna happen up until that like because thing anything can truly happen up until like 
the day of the rose ceremony. I actually, there was a guy I went to college with that was supposed to be on Andy's season. And he was literally told the day of that he wasn't going to be on it. So, I mean, there are uh, up until like the very up until D day, anything can happen. And you're free to live your life until then. And if you casually see somebody, Luke Pell was on a plane on his way to be the bachelor and he landed and they were like, LOL, it's not you. It's Nick. Like, like anything can happen. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, so that's sort of like the mindset that I had going into it. Um, those text messages were hard to digest because it really seemed like he was giving her the validation that she needed. He landed in LA and was like, I love you. I'll call you when I'm done. I also watched the entertainment. And, oh, sorry, Ruthie, were you going to say I'm something? wondering, do they, when do they take their cell phones away from them? Basically, it's- when they land in LA, they go to the hotel. This is the night of the first rose ceremony. Yeah. They land, they go to a hotel, and their phones are taken from them immediately. Okay, gotcha. So it's like the minute you're in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, you're just kept in that room for like hours. Just like reading get, old Us Weekly. Yeah, so bored you want to start fights with people, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of glasses of rosé. Who knows what's going to come out. Exactly. Um, but um, so I also watched her Entertainment Tonight interview mm-hmm. with Lauren Zima. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, and uh, the reason that she came forward was because a lot of people were aware of the fact that they were seeing each other and they said that they were going to come forward and tell the story of her and Jen. And she was just like, I felt like I needed to have agency over my own story, which is why I am putting this information out. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And it didn't necessarily feel like it was coming from the scorned lover place like I initially thought it was she genuinely seems deeply sad yeah and it was like really sad to watch Aww. and she was crying and I I I don't I completely empathized with her it sounds like she really fell for a guy who was telling her everything that she wanted to hear and everything that she needed to hear and was fulfilling a bunch of needs that she had obviously she hadn't even told anyone up until that point that she loved them and she was ready and willing to be vulnerable with a person in this way and how he responded and how he treated her was by ghosting her. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, don't let your man go on the bachelor, but also it seems like Jed's pretty good at manipulating people. Oh, 100%. I don't trust Jed. I don't either. However, Jed's music career is the only is not the only one benefiting from this. All right, break that down. So Haley Stevens is also a country singer, oh, trying to make it in Nashville. Sure, sure. And that's I think that's how they met in the world. Sure, she's in a duo. I believe it's called Leah something. I will get it up to confirm that Please, information. Please, we want to bolster yeah. her on this podcast and see now she can have like that "Thank You Next" song. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That's gonna. So if you'd like to follow her, Ariana Grande, if you'd like to follow her on Instagram, her personal one is lyrics and lipstick, which is cute. And then her country music duo is called Sweet Leah Music. Just followed them. Um, She's good. Now, she just got I talk about this guy in this radio show all the time on this pod. I'm sure you guys are. You brought him up just two minutes ago. Brought him up a few minutes ago talking about Aaron. She's going to be on the Bobby Bones show uh, today when this airs. It's going to be today on Wednesday morning. Every like new artist that Bobby has on his show like goes number one or at least like sells a bunch, like at least like gets in the top, like the top 40 charts on the country charts. So for me, I'm like, what the actual ultimate revenge that this girl gets to like go on the Bobby Bones show before Jed and like propel her music career probably farther than his is going to go. And I think this is perfect because this is perfect for her because who's that? Um, who's the Miranda country singer? Who's Miranda Lambert? Miranda Lambert. Who's that? Conk- like, uh, like that girl who was plucked from obscurity. Yes. Country superstar Miranda Lambert, much like Miranda Lambert. If Haley, you know, gets famous off of this, 
It's because she's living the country lifestyle. Oh, uh, yes. Scorned. The scorned lover by Mm -hmm. a cowboy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And he's getting what he deserves. He's getting what Mm -hmm. he deserves. She gets to write a bunch Mm -hmm. of fun, like cheating songs. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I will listen to the fuck out of whatever album she puts (laughs) out. Yeah. 100%. And you know Bobby's definitely going to let her perform or at least promote. Yeah. Her duo. This is very exciting. So this is huge. Like this is huge. I really encourage everybody to tune in. Um, if it's if he's not in your area, you can get him on iHeartRadio or I just listen on Apple Podcasts after the show airs. Ah, oh, beautiful. Should we dive into this episode? Yes, let's please. I need more wine. Yeah, I'll get you some. We're having a cocktail <laughs> party, even though they didn't get one. Oh, oh my god! Third week in a row, buddy. <laughs> Keep Here, it up, Luke. Get the rosé, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of like um like wet red, white and rosé shirts and like the United States mm. of rosé <laughs> tops. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, I want one of those." I, I saw want- those on the bachelorette yeah. party that I was on. I would- okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I would want one. So Ruthie, yes, tell me. Ask me. Before what? all of this stuff with Jed happened, all this stuff came out. Yeah. What were your thoughts on him? Oh, I thought he had some moves. And um, I was listening to the pod that you guys put out a few episodes back um, about how he walked in on on Luke and Hannah making out really hard, um, almost to the point of orgasm. And (laughs) and, Uh, and I do think he had he had, um, you know, that air of like someone who walked in on something. But then he did handle it very well. So good. So well. So I, I was kind of team Jed. Well, me too. I have my favorites and he's not one of them. But I was I was in in for what he was doing. And then this episode when he <laughs> serenaded <laughs> her with a reprise of I'll be your Mr. Right girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for framing that exactly for what it was. He did. He reprised his own (laughs) song. Yes, he did. (laughs) And I'm just gonna leave that there. She (laughs) was so into it. He played a bunch of instruments on this episode. (laughs) He played. He dabbled in piano in front of her. Listen, guys, a musician is hot. It's all Mr. Right Girl. It's it's one song. (laughs) Different instrumentals. He thought that he was song. coming out of The Bachelor <laughs> and this was going to be his newest single. I'll be your Miss Alright, girl. Here's <laughs> the problem. Many problems, but yes. <laughs> Unbelievably <laughs> catchy. <laughs> Unbelievably catchy. Yeah. I did not get the Salmon Jacket song out of my head for about two weeks <laughs> yeah. or a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, listen, Jed's a good musician. Like, I can't, like we can't lie about it. It doesn't mean he deserves fame and glory, but he's a good musician. Yeah. The guy's got talent. Okay, so what did, what did you think about his reprise? <laughs> well, it got him in the room, and he, he I mean, I think the last line of, of the song was, I want to come in <laughs> yeah sure. i'd like to come inside like to come she inside. was like well come on in yeah. guys listen <laughs> like <laughs> i mean that is a dream yeah a guy you like comes to your window yes that's a huge deal i reject wait. to use the words of an anti-feminist <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. i reject your hypothesis wait alex what correct me if i'm wrong this happened to did you happen? in high school. Oh, damn. <laughs> this did not completely happen <laughs> to me in high school. Is this the first time mom and dad are going to hear about No, this? they know about this and they were pissed when they found out. And like you still, if, it, if, they, if you still bring it up, they don't like it because this guy was a jerk. Well, but, listen, um, he was a jerk, much like Jed, but... Literally, he was a bit of a jet. He played a lot of. A only guy, if he were to play an instrument to me, he only knew bass. So like, he was, it would just be the bass line of a song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a band, Unsweet in Passion. Oh, it was what their name? It was Nate. They were What's named his full name? Uh, Ryan Matthew Nelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Please rate and review. He sucked so bad that I fully do not feel that bad. Dragging yeah, no. Him. But he showed up to your window. 
Okay, yes. Once in, in the middle of the night. Okay, once in high school after I found out that he had cheated on me. <laughs> wow, like, so many relatable things to But here's the thing. I feel like you need to, like, all of us need to put in context. Like, I don't know that a pure soul would show up to somebody's window, <laughs> you know? Um, so They're like, I have to do the big movie thing to in order to, like get their effect he knew he really screwed up and like at the time we were you know we were like hormonal teenagers and the oc was on the air at the oh, time yes it was and big romantic gestures were big and i think he knew how into seth cohen i was um from the oc <laughs> oh. uh so um i was sleeping and i just heard plunk <laughs> on my window and i was like ah <laughs> And then I heard another one and I was like, ah! <laughs> and um, I obviously did not go to the window because why would you go to the window if you're being attacked? <laughs> um, <laughs> it feels like it'd be so easy to like fight an attacker at your, like you literally just push them <laughs> off your window. Right. I mean, you guys, this was the second story. Yes. Of, uh, of a home. I yeah. I was also like a 15 and wasn't like really. <laughs> right. Fully you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, or I was 16. I can't remember. But um, you were 16 because I remember he came over for her 16th birthday and we got you a mini iPod. Oh, yeah. That was a great For gift. your 16th birthday. That was awesome. He got you a mini iPod? No, no, no. Me and my parents. Oh, I see. Well, my parents, but it was he also got, from me. <laughs> he got me a DVD of um, Mean Girls. Oh, You get DVDs a, a lot as gifts. Yeah. Well, I used to back when DVDs <laughs> were a thing that people got. Right, he anyway. got me a DVD of Mean Girls. Uh and he made me a bracelet. <gasps> okay. Talk wow. about talk about what happened oh, more. Yeah. <laughs> so plug no, no, plug. No, 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 he did not sing because again, like it would have just like, the been bass him control. and his unplugged bass. So I don't know that like it would have had the same romantic effect. Yeah. But then um I had a text and it was like, yo, <laughs> like you sleeping or like you up or whatever <laughs> like variation of that. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm actually really scared because it sounds like there's something going on outside. <laughs> I'm so happy that you texted. <laughs> what are the chances that you would text me the minute that I'm being attacked? Um, and he was like, well, I'm downstairs. And I was like, what? And he like came downstairs and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did this. And like, and he was like, and in that moment, I was just like, I forgive you for cheating on, on me. I mean, I would. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, yeah. And I feel like that set me up for like, um, you know, uh, low standards for a few more years. But, you know, I learned um, don't I, I just maybe that's why the reason I was so triggered by this, because I, I, mm. I was just like, this is freaking stupid. And it's, it's such a cheese ball. It's such low hanging fruit. You know, well, right. he got to come inside. Yeah, he did but not come inside. I came outside. No, my parents Shed. Were Shed. Oh, right. <laughs> God, what? Okay, uh, clearly <laughs> so, lots of more things with my therapist. <laughs> Fine, but here's the thing: he didn't have to go to the window. No, everyone every season goes and knocks on the bachelor yeah. bachelorette's door. He could have gone right to the door. He's yeah, he's into those gestures though, and I think what. But why do you need to go big? Why do you need to go for the gesture? Why just can't you be just a be a Just person? be a Tyler and su- defend her when she's not listening. Mm. <laughs> that's which was how you know. <laughs> that's how I by knew. not knowing. That's how I knew <laughs> about Tyler being right. the right person for. Her. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> okay, so that in the moment. Okay, so Ruthie, you you are happily, you know, you're happy in your love life right now. Oh yeah, everything's um, going really good for me in that regard and yeah. I'm, I'm also finding people love because i am now a matchmaker that is so true <gasps> yeah. wow I totally, yeah. you have an expert opinion i think so yeah i'm oh making connections so yeah making connections for people all, all right. around the world u.s uh whoa <laughs> you're like going global over here <laughs> i could i guess um let's like put yourself in like the situation of a year ago okay you're single looking you weren't looking for love i was <laughs> dating a lot but you were dating year, yeah um you live on the first story so it's less dramatic but somebody <laughs> right. starts singing a her- like with their freaking harmonica like sings outside of your mm-hmm. door like someone i've been dating for a little bit wait i'm or sorry a stranger this <laughs> didn't happen okay 
Sorry, for a second I thought you were telling this story like it actually did no, happen. No, sorry. I'm trying I was to like put, you too. I'm trying to map it. Okay. Here's the thing. I liked that move so much, I would use it. Like I play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Alex hates it. Wait, so <laughs> I Okay, listen. I would go sing outside I didn't of mind my it. loves. I didn't mind it. That is like a real thing. Like, do I think that it means you have to marry him? No, but I do think that it's like, oh my God, this guy is like singing at my window. This is straight up Disney princess shit. I'm disappointed in both of you. Oh, wow. (laughs) Let the record show. I thought you guys were better than that. I mean, I, Alex, what I'm not saying all is, of us were so lucky to experience it, okay? Maybe yeah. if we experienced it, we'd have a different opinion. Uh, you would know how it's crap. <laughs> he wasn't doing it as an apology, though. He was doing it because, well, what he said was, I, I wanted to see her. Well, because Peter right. was talking about dry humping her in a sauna, and he was like, I got to make a gesture, got to do a thing, got to do it big. Are we going to talk about Peter's date? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Garrett's first because I think that's right. like how we kick off it. And that sort of like leads to what the drama of the night is. Okay. So Hannah said on Instagram, confirming my no-no square did not touch anybody else's no-no square. Of course. So Hannah was wearing underwear. Sorry, Alex. I know you were hoping she was. What? <laughs> she said that last week. I didn't mean to. It came out I, involuntarily. I thought she was fully new no. because they put a black box over her butt to make it appear she was probably she like was. in a thong or like or like little like booty mm-hmm. thing yeah. so like i'm sure her butt was hanging out a little bit but no they were both wearing underwear and she was going to wear her bra bungee jumping but she took it off at the last second that's hot yeah and she I was know, like what did you think about that surprise <laughs> i agree i thought it was a solid I loved move. It. solid move and uh, you definitely saw him like Look down and up really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I would I would take it. I would sneak a little peek. Well, yeah. I mean, right? At, at the peaks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's already seen all of their balls because they had to <laughs> sure. wrestle in a, in a kilt. It's, yeah, it's owed to them. Well, <laughs> that's a weird statement. Okay, but also, that. if you're taking off your bra yeah. in this scenario... Would you not want the guy to look at you? No, right. I think she probably did want that. But yeah. I don't think that he wanted to s- her to see. see him just staring at her boobs. So he very quickly looked down, got saw what he needed to see, looked back up at her face. Yeah. Very gentlemanly. What about As the Latvian couple? Like all couple. gentlemen do when you're naked by the So it sounds like the Latvian couple were, you but know, naked. full frontal. Sure. Because... Um, Hannah said, "There's his ding dong, yeah, or at least yeah, yeah. he was full frontal." I um, I wanted those black squares to be smaller, sure, um, a little smaller. because I'm wondering what the Latvian um, pube situation is. <laughs> to be honest, oh, I'm, definitely I'm, they're not more good. not yeah. I aren't like Americans the only people that care about that shit. We're so weird. It's like so stupid. Like it, mm-hmm. we're the only people that need to like hide our hair. <laughs> Remove it. Remove it all from our entire body. No, I want to hide it. (laughs) (laughs) Alex just like gets a black box and wears it around her bottom half forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Were they actors, do you think? Or do you think that was like an actual couple doing it for... Latvian actors? Yeah, right. They're like the equivalent of like the Bachelor people in Latvia. Like they're just trying to get some follows, trying to get some sponsorships on their Instagrams. Um, the bachelor <laughs> sure i'll follow him it's, if it's all naked bungee jumping i'm in baby yeah me too um i thought it was like a very cool day and a very big thing to overcome as as two people to do both as bungee jumping together i thought he was very good at comforting her um and um i just i thought it was incredibly brave on just all friends i thought it was a cool move of her to take off her bra <laughs> no yeah i thought it was great she's and like i'm I, gonna do as much as i'm comfortable doing yeah i'm not gonna take off my underwear because that's not that's a, like an area that i'm not right comfortable with but this is right a safety zone for me and yeah and her whole thing was like i'm here to like experience 
all of these like she in this episode she was like I want to experience all these new cultures of everywhere I'm going like this girl spent her entire life in Alabama mm-hmm. like you know I'm sure like I think she's just ready to have more experiences and this was like let's do it how Latvia does yeah. it yeah and she's like, super fun she's I like so fun. I like Hannah a yeah lot. do you like her as a bachelor? absolutely she's fabulous you know I think that southern charm is really there in her and I um I appreciate it and I, I want to see see it more can't wait for more <laughs> bachelorette or <laughs> bachelorette we are in it now yeah. you know it's like the guys that like everyone that's left is someone that she has s- straddled while making out mm. good straddle move i'm She's really into very straddle good move. at straddling she goes all in on but i also out. think the guys are good at like kind of like lifting up her leg too like i've noticed it a few mm-hmm. times like they kind of like lift up her leg slyly holding or running their hands down the sides of her <laughs> yeah that a lot yeah, yeah yeah um so what do you guys like before we talk about like the drama with like luke or whatever because we will get there but what is like what's your temperature on garrett at this point I, I like him with her, but it, when he is fighting with Luke, he's very unattractive to me. I don't like how he fights with Luke. It's not effective. I don't I don't like how he fights with Luke either, but I do see that he's right every single time. So so that does give him a leg up there. But, you know, he's not sticking around. He, I don't think he is going to stick around yeah. either. Um, I think we've, we're getting to a point with Garrett um, where he's almost making Luke a sympathetic character, mm. and Luke is unbelievably, unbelievably unsympathetic. Mm-hmm. And if Garrett's getting to a point where he's mean enough to he's make mean. Luke to have for me to have compassion for Luke, who I despise with every like enzyme of my body, makes me think that like there might be sort of an ugliness to Garrett. I don't like Garrett. I I, I real I don't see him going to the fantasy suite. Ooh, I have a question. What would you guys think of the I'm in love for you? Oh yeah, this was the first time anyone ever said I'm falling in love for you. I'm falling you. in love for you. Instead of Nick with- Vial said that there's a huge difference between with and for. Yeah. But then he did not explain the difference. <laughs> I'm falling is- in love for you. That's what he That's said what he at said. the so dinner. We all know that there's different variations of right. love stuff. I'm starting to fall in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. I love you. Like it's like, and I, they're all just like layers of giving the person validation. Right. I don't know what four is a, it's a whole preposition. I'm not, I I don't know. We've never, ever, ever heard it before. Unprecedented here in bachelor nation. I think (laughs) Gare, I think it means he doesn't love her. And he was just saying it because it was like kind of the thing you say after you're like one on one this late down the road. And it came out wrong because he wasn't oh, maybe. At, like, I think it just came out wrong because he like doesn't believe the words he's saying. It almost sounds like I'm in love with the idea of you, mm. which Luke is. Oh, certainly. Luke is in love yeah. with an idea of Hannah. It's very scary. OK, so. Let's sort of transition here because it's so Luke get or I'm sorry, uh, Garrett gets back from his one on one with Hannah and he's kind of explaining what the details of the date were. And Luke cannot believe his uh, born again ears. <laughs> uh, and he was just like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it went down. I think I think Garrett is over exaggerating and Garrett did tell the story pretty factually about how it went down. Yeah. He, I don't think he was, it didn't feel like I hate using this term in these times, but it did not feel like locker room talk. It just sort of felt like he was debriefing everybody about what went down. And then cut to the group date where Hannah is explaining the beats of their date. And they're pretty much, she describes it almost exactly the same way that yeah. Luke does. And he goes like, oh man, or Garrett yeah, does. Garrett did, yeah. And Luke's like, oh man, it's true. Their yes. bodies, they were together. Their bodies touch. No. When like, he, sh- Hannah's literally taken off his shirt. Like, and touched his body. Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Ruthie, we know you feel strongly about this episode. Yeah, very, very much so. What was your take on this whole thing with Luke and Garrett well, and the group date. I, I think Luke has control issues 
And he definitely wanted to uh, make Hannah into this perfect, uh, subservient, I would never touch another man's body but yours type of woman. And she's not that. She's a horny, horny Horniest we've ever seen her was this week. I mean. Horniest week to date. He's, at this point, he's, you know, putting an image on her that isn't her. And so he just needs to go. I'm done watching him. I am so with you. But why doesn't Hannah see that? Why doesn't she see that he's, he's making her somebody she's not? Because, and this is my theory as to why he's still around, because all the guys hating him mm. makes him sympathetic mm. and it endears her more to him. The guys need to let Luke just hang himself. They yeah. don't need to. And Ruthie, I, I literally I feel like you are were saying out loud the words in my soul. Oh, good. Like <laughs> almost word for word. I might have said them on the phone to my mother oh, like wow. earlier on the phone today. <laughs> does your mom watch also? Uh, she does watch. Okay. <laughs> um, and she's team Peter, if anyone's wondering. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's a good team to be on. It's a solid team to be on. But um, he. OK, I don't want to shame anyone that decides that they want to save themselves from marriage. If two. But here's the thing. It has to be two people mutually making that decision. And if it works for those two people at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But it's exactly what you're saying. It's I have this idea of what a perfect woman is. And if you don't fit the mold of my perfect vision is, I am going to shame you until Mm. you fit that mold. Yeah, that bonehead thing he said. He was like, it's okay. We all make boneheaded mistakes. And she was like, I didn't. Yeah, she's like, no, mine, wait, but mine wasn't mistake. Yeah. I love that she pulled him aside before there was going to be a cocktail party, but then. Someone who loves you is not someone who, exactly what you just said, changes you until you fit this mold of what they think you should be. Someone that loves you is someone like Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Who literally, I, I don't, I didn't write down exactly what he said, but like. He when when he was talking to her and he was like, I loved when you like came down on us and you were all business. And like Tyler also got her during his one on one, like when she was like really, really upset because of another Luke P thing. And he like really just like appreciated her in those moments. And like he is somebody who like sees her true self even in the quote unquote bad times like even when she's not being like her best self because she's like upset or she's angry or she's confused or whatever and he like can see that she is a complex human being Mm. because she is a human being and that's how he looks at her and it's so cool (laughs) (laughs) I also listen hearts just popped out of Sarah's head (laughs) and it's so cool um He also, like, really, I think he does a good job of making her feel special in a way that doesn't seem disrespectful to the other guys. Oh, yeah. He's not like, I own, it's a group date, but I own my time. Like, your, my time with her. Like, you can't, I'm sorry, I'm getting so worked (laughs) up. My time isn't, I'm not going to hijack this entire date and make it about me. He does little things. He gets our cute little bouquet of flowers. So while there was on the date. there was like this hilarious tweet, and it was like Tyler's such a good guy. Everyone else is just happy for him, and it is the it is a still of him giving Hannah the rose, and three of the guys are looking at him like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all like wow how cute (laughs) i think tyler is irresistible to all members of all sexes all genders i don't know if i've ever like met someone i I was trying to think like the this week i was like who is tyler like chris sikowski yeah, yeah, that's pretty similar. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's not like a family. Of the pie. Not a, fam- a friend. You guys have never met him, probably never heard of him. It's just a family friend. But I was like really <laughs> trying to think. I'm like, is there anybody in that I've ever met in real life that reminds me of Tyler? And I'm like, I don't know. 
Maybe Chris. I think Chris Zykowski is the closest. <laughs> Our friend Chris Zykowski. Follow him on Instagram. Chris <laughs> Zykowski. He's private, I think. <laughs> Just request. He'll accept. He didn't remind <laughs> he me of Tyler <laughs> at my wedding. <laughs> he didn't remind me of Tyler at my That's wedding. Amazing. How so? Well, th- just because he was like, well, I guess we did see Tyler really dancing in this episode. Oh, yeah. So yeah, maybe you're right, end, actually. That I was going to say, was he was so just cute. like dancing and all over the place that night. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I guess Like Tyler's weird dad dancing. dancing, too. But like hot somehow. I know. It's like, <laughs> OK, yes, I register that that's how a dad would dance. Yeah. But also I like want to fuck the dance. Yeah. But guys, also <laughs> like Tyler, like is a model like have you guys been on his instagram like that's his job i check it i refresh the page isn't this insane (laughs) that we're getting this level from like of like compassion and love and empathy from him like i'm sorry i don't mean to diss models (laughs) but i mean uh, historically on this show Mm. the models are typically not the ones where we end up rooting for the yeah. male specifically male specifically. i do think we give men more of a pass but uh, <laughs> well of course we do but whatever he's <laughs> wait was there a con there was a connor on becca's season right that oh, i wanted to see oh more God, of so long ago. yeah i know a connor on I becca's thought there was season. a connor on becca's season that was like a model but really i follow him on i don't know i, I did please. follow him on instagram and then i um Okay, I've but re- you were removed. into him. Yeah, I was into him, and I was into like what how he was talking to her and being like suave and stuff. But probably not as. Oh yeah, Connor's the one that threw the picture frame into the pool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know but, why I love that but guy. But you so know much. why I liked him on her season two, um, and he threw the picture frame into the pool, and we're like, wow, you're such a baby. And then he like totally like owned his like ridiculousness mm. and owned yep. up to it and made jokes about it and apologized to Becca for it. Right. And then like was able to make fun of himself for it for the rest of the season. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can he get down a with while. a guy like that. Mm. I can get down with someone Owning who like recognizes. Yes. Truly goes so And far. that's what's wrong with Luke is like mm. Luke is saying all of these horrible things. He's lying. He's saying bad things to Hannah and he does. He's like, no, no, no. Well, you misheard me. You misunderstood me. He does not own up to anything. And that's what makes him so infuriating. I think he said I was misunderstood as opposed to you misunderstood me, which takes the blame off her. But it's still so me, me, me. But, but my Oh, stuff. everything's about him. Oh, it's obnoxious. He's exceptionally good at putting himself in a victim's role. And it, it's it's from an outsider's perspective exceptionally unattractive and i really only think is working slightly because of the way that the other men in the house are treating him which is why i just encourage as a cautionary tale to any gentleman that's going to go on a next season to just let the guy be who that person is and i think peter Mm. i think this is a good transition into peter is very good at that. I don't think he associates himself with the drama. Mm. But doesn't it make him a little boring? <laughs> I don't know. That's not a thing I could watch on repeat. <laughs> Porn? <laughs> oh, well. They, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of free time these days. <laughs> you guys. I did make the noise <laughs> when he, he kind of like touched her... Um, What's this part of your body? The, like a clavicle? The clavicle to push her down into the sauna so they could lay down and make out. And I was like, ooh. But then once they were making out, I was like, oh, that's hot. Literally, because it was a sauna. But then I was like, wait, I've been in a sauna. I don't even want to touch myself. Well, I can't Ooh, breathe. I can't, can't breathe in saunas. Right. I truly can't breathe. Well, okay. Like, I got to get low. Yeah. To, if like, we're, be in if we're talking actual saunas, of course. But this was like the cameras didn't fog up. Like yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure this was probably like a temperature regulated, just sauna. like a warm room, just a hot room to dry up in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> fair. I mean, great. I, get it. All right, great. I also like. It's funny as you were talking about the clavicle move, and you were like, "Ew." I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have wanted him to like caress her face first and then move down. I'm very particular with my porn on ABC. <laughs> my, ABC my ABC porn. porn. <laughs> uh, but he does look like if he were a child, he would need more porridge. <laughs> I think it's, Please. Do you mean I like? Do you more. mean whole milk like that? He, like he didn't grow strong enough? No, his his face oh. is his face is round and he looks like one of those child children's who needs the porridge. She was like, I need more like porridge. Baby face. I thought you meant like he didn't grow sh- like into himself. Like you need oh. milk for strong bones. You're, you know, maybe that's what I meant. You're too. unbelievably right because at no point. <laughs> He doesn't look malnourished, but he has a certain rosy cheekness to him. He is baby. That is a yeah. bit Charles Dickens ish. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm quite including the right author as I say that. But let's say that I am. Um, you are. There I don't is, know what we're referencing. There is a, please, sir, I want some more. Oliver. Oliver, yeah. Oh. Is that true? You have the Google on your laptop, right? Um, yeah, there is like sort of like <laughs> a, a, a like a British, like a poor British, yeah. but he's not British. <laughs> uh, right. He's from Southern California. Our friend Alyssa pilot. literally went to high school with him. I was wow. actually looking at a pilot to Charles set- Dickens. Yeah, I am a it. genius. <laughs> Worship me. You should go on Jeopardy. Mm. Good job. No, I'm pretty sure that's like something that everyone should know <laughs> i think it's like uh it gets colder when you move up a mountain the sky is blue when charles dickens wrote oliver mm, yes well anyway now all our <laughs> listeners know all your listeners um i cried yeah when peter said his spanish saying mm. about his grandmother can we talk about it for a hot second yes can you say it in spanish uh an azul <laughs> and a squella. Uh, no, so basically, <laughs> what that tr- what I just said, what it, what that translates to, <laughs> um, is uh, let the waters run, let them be as they are, because there's nothing in this world that can stop you from being your true, authentic self, and basically everything is going to work out. And it was such a beautiful sentiment. And I started crying. <laughs> Peter's <laughs> going to the fantasy suite. Yeah. Oh. 100%. Well, first of all, she's like, I need to see oh, this yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. penis. <laughs> and second. Step A, she's been in the sauna. <laughs> no way he didn't have a boner during that makeout session. Oh, I really felt for these men during this yeah. episode because I was like, I know. Shoot, their boners are going to be all over TV. Well, there's luckily a black box. Oh, my God. Garrett. How lucky did Garrett mm. get? I mean, that had to be the biggest boner we've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> sure. someone that like hasn't been able to like touch himself or like have anyone touch him in all this time. And then he sees boobs. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, they're about Blimey. to jump out of that thing now. So would they? Yeah, but aren't you like a sex- oh, fear boner, right? Aren't, yeah. Aren't yeah, yeah, you yeah. like sexual senses heightened in fear or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that? I think you're right. <laughs> I would really... Man, Ruthie, I've never wished so badly you had a penis so you could tell us what happened to them during fear. Uh, well, little fact you don't know about me. <laughs> no, I don't. But I have wished for a penis just for a day. Penis envy? Yeah. I yeah. Want, I want Freud to talks see about it. What I could penetrate consensually. Freud, was that Charles Dickens? <laughs> uh, Freud by Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> the classic play, the classic person <laughs> by Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're welcome for both this being a bachelor <laughs> podcast and uh, a lesson, a learning uh, opportunity, a literary lesson, a literary lesson. I feel like I'm in a college English course slash psych course, English <laughs> psych bachelor. It's kind of like my like my thing, my specialty. slash sex ed. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but the thing is like, I don't, the, the, so we learned through Ben Higgins that the franchise doesn't necessarily protect boners. They don't protect boners. So, so Ben Higgins well, on his season was making out with Jojo under a waterfall and got a giant boner. It's oh, huge. And he's, <laughs> and he asked them, he's like, what do I do if this happens? They're like, just like exist, Lo- like fall in love. It's oh, fine. Wow. And then that still was the promo photo for his season. <laughs> and it is 
huge. He has a well, giant photo it is in, so big. and they didn't even and edit like, it out. It's just like bulging into her leg, like <laughs> under well, a waterfall. You know, <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's when love can really start to blossom is <laughs> i mean under a waterfall sure. with a gigantic poor guys it is boner. funny when they get boners just like living out out in the world yeah <laughs> silly guys there's silly boners out there in the world <laughs> by the way if this was like men talking about women in return <laughs> Yeah, it would be an it issue, would, right? Yes. It would be do we need horrible. to think about that? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm going to choose to think about it later. Yeah, after <laughs> I literally had I'm sexual harassment training at work an hour ago. <laughs> Did you learn something? Uh, yes, that I should be a, a self-reflective of what I just said. Mm, gotcha. That mm-hmm. if a man gets a boner when he's being accused of assault, it's okay because he's just scared. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Uh, good framing. Okay, in summation, that... (laughs) What? (laughs) Literally 45 minutes of boner talk. Okay, I want to talk about the Garrett Luke... (laughs) Sorry, I just feel like we talked about that. I'm sorry, okay, we're we're on Peter. Like, we're done. I feel like we've closed the chapter on Peter. Oh, the analogies, though, we didn't talk about. Oh, August. in your lane, staying in your staying lane. Staying in your lane, and it's like, well, you can't look out your window. You can't <laughs> look out your window and stay in your own lane because you swear. Listen, they are correct. If you look yeah. out the side window, you swerve. I just loved when they brought it up later, and they were like, you're not staying in your lane, Luke. You're looking out the window. He's like, great. So you heard my analogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, great. Oh, my God. I'm so glad because for a minute, I thought none of you were listening. <laughs> And then so, was it Mike who said no? I I don't know who said something about um you oh I don't know you swear you can swerve if you look out your window and then Luke said yeah don't text and drive and there was a little there's a little smile like a little smirk like I said something clever <laughs> <laughs> oh so we love my him. God I understand humor <laughs> <laughs> gotta love a guy who understands humor right I mean right. even if it's his own <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I just I think it just speaks to my point earlier I think that you like these guys fighting with them even even my beloved Tyler mm-hmm. it's just making Luke better it's just making him seem better even though we all know he's a monster anyone who's ganged up on you feel bad for because you feel like they're being bullied exactly but he's bullying Hannah oh good point I feel bad for him Every second up until I see him interacting with Hannah and then I'm like, girlfriend, he is a crazy, horrible person. But every moment he's with the guys, my heart hurts a little bit watching it. Listen, I I think it's okay to have sympathy for Luke. Is it? Because I'm really having I a think breakdown the reason it. he is like this is like because of the environment that like fostered him. Like I don't think he's like ever been told no in his life i think he grew up with his family telling him like you're perfect you're awesome you're so funny like you're so nice you're so sweet like i think he went to church and was like a good old boy and like i like i think was praised for that raise shitty men yes i agree so i agree but it's like it is like this thing of ignorance in him and it's like oh my god it's so sad it's like seeing somebody that like grew up in a snow globe be put into like the actual world and it's like this I think will probably be a very good learning experience for him like I think him being able to watch himself back is going to be eye-opening for him I hope for that obviously I just would like hope from a partner like if I knew that my partner was like in that mix of people that the way that they would kind of come at Luke would be from a place of compassion. And then when he didn't listen, I let him hang himself. I don't think that all the guys aren't being super like, I don't think how Tyler or Peter are behaving is, is in an, is in an attacking way. It's more of like, can we just put this thing to bed? Sure. Like, I don't well, think of course, they're, not, two they're not, they're not doing what Garrett's doing. Yeah. 
Garrett's being mean. I, I don't like how Garrett treats any like like just the situation. Yeah, I think at one point Luke said, "Can I finish, man?" and and Garrett said, "No, cuz it's stupid. What you're saying is stupid." So yeah, I I feel you guys on that. I just I do want him to um go home. Sh- yeah. Well, listen. Here's why I feel okay right now because in all of the promos for like the upcoming season, we see Justice. Yeah. We'd- you're right. She sends him home when he says something terrible to her. And, and he said she- a lot of terrible things to her. <laughs> he basically slut shamed her through this episode sure. by saying she made a boneheaded mistake. But okay, I guess she reaches the breaking point. But yeah, sorry, go on. No, I no, I, I'm not like I think that you're absolutely right. But I think when you're like really attracted to somebody, it's mm-hmm. odd. Like we all know what that's like to like be blindness by like or lust or love or whatever and not be able to like see the things and that's why like when he first approached her and was like it's okay we all make bonehead mistakes she like didn't say anything because I don't think she like she was like oh yeah thanks and then she went home and she was like wait what yeah (laughs) wait no that's not okay so she's not totally oblivious to it she's getting there but I think that's why like I feel okay through all of this because we know justice is coming and we know that he's about to learn a lesson right. or he's about to be taught a lesson whether he chooses to learn it or not. Smart. Preach. <laughs> Thank you. Who do you guys think is the person that has the ring, right? Didn't we see a promo at some point? I think it's Luke. You do? I don't know. I would assume it's Luke just because there's so much drama surrounding him. But yeah. I also like. What if it's Jed and it's like there's three guys left? Oh, my Ooh. God. That'd be wild. She just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of reasons to keep watching. There's like. Oh, it's, yeah. it's hard to hypothesize because like. Yeah. I'm so honestly exhausted by the Luke drama. So what it what might be more fun to. A, like fan theorize about I just sort of feel burnt out on like I just kind of want him gone I think he's yeah, gonna learn a lot watching back when he's I'm gone done. I listen I think Hannah's a fabulous bachelorette I've loved this season I think she's done a great job I absolutely love her could not say more nice things about her but without Luke all these guys get along so well and are such good friends we don't have a season because they've bonded over a common enemy mm. like what happens when you take that person out who turns on each other that is true and that's a very dangerous and if you, and if you situation. Really, if, t- if everyone loves the same girl, you are not going to love your neighbor. Like, you're not going to lo- love your neighbor. they don't all love the same girl. Only Tyler loves her. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> well, Garrett is in love, is falling in love for her. Of course. And then you have your falling in love for. What do you do with the, <laughs> with the tear falling in love for? J- Jed, Jed is his name. He said that he's falling for her. Is yeah. that how he put it? That happens. I'm falling for you. Ooh, that's that's Jed. a common. I, uh, guys, I, I, liter- I literally don't know what's going to happen, but I can't wait for Hannah to say I have had sex and Jesus still loves yes. me. I'm going to make it mm, my Instagram autobiography. Sure. Autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote those words. They're mine. <laughs> um... I do think she doesn't pick Tyler and I do think Tyler is going to be our next. Yeah, that feels that feels right. I really freaking hope that Tyler stays in our orbit in some way because I can't. Oh, there's no chance that ABC's letting him go. Like there's absolutely Mm -mm. no chance that they're going to let him just like be like, bye. That (sighs) people are obsessed with him. Obsessed guttural like in a way that we're obsessed with Brad Pitt like America's obsession is with Brad Pitt like there's a he is our Brad Pitt I don't feel like that's a hyperbole saying that <laughs> no I feel no very that's confident accurate in that statement um Ruthie any like closing thoughts before oh, we man. head out Eve? well I I think I did say something about Mike um and it wasn't true but I love Mike I love that date that they went on I yeah. thought that that was the f- funnest. I mean, I love whiskey tasting, so that would have been like my Mike is drink. great, but I am getting strong friend vibes. Yeah, are you from them? Like, I feel like he is like kind of like older brother. Mm. I think he's very pr- like protective, not in a way like Luke is like she's mine, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like yeah, I think he's kind of protective of the pack. <laughs> gotcha. A little bit, but I really like Mike a lot. I hope he's not the one that Luke makes go home. 
that's mm. that sentence wasn't grammatically correct but you know what i mean because luke is pushes out someone else out mm. luke keeps pushing people <laughs> out. i've had too much rosé is what just happened to that's me that's okay <laughs> i'm about to pour another glass no but he does <laughs> he yeah. pushes people out yeah Oh, Ruthie, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank no. you so much for your brilliant takes. It was my pleasure. What a dream you Wait. girls are. Ruthie has this incredible show, and if you're in the L.A. area, you have to check it out. Ruthie, can you please tell us about it? Yeah, Truth or Dare. It's every third Friday, except we're taking July off, so come in August Hi. Wow. to the so Virgil. That's right. Uh, August 16th, I believe, and we have a podcast, and there's an episode that's going to drop from our June show. And it's dropping on Friday. Who were so. some of the comedians? You guys book so many great people. Yeah, so on this upcoming episode, we have Sherry Cola and Andrew Michon are going to be our comics on this coming podcast. But please take a look at Truth or Dare, the podcast, the Todd Pod, uh, because we have a bunch of comics who are so, so, so funny. And you'll love it. So, so you can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's called Todd Pod. It's called Truth or Dare. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. But <laughs> each each episode is called Todd Pod. I love it. Yeah. And then it's dropping this this episode she's just talking about is dropping this Friday, right. July twenty eighth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, ladies. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming on. Can they find you anywhere else? Uh, the Ruthie Holmes on Instagram. The Ruthie Holmes. You know it. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being a part thank of the you. show, Ruthie. And thank you for listening, friends. We'll chat soon. I'll be on the right. Girls on another side. You're right. I'm obsessed Girl. with that song. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.